Ahmed, um, I don't know if you know this, but um, somebody who's had more impact on the world than uh, Elon Musk has left the land of the living and went to meet our, our Lord. Yeah, who was it? The, uh, the man who invented chicken tikka masala. Ali Ahmed Aslam. Yeah. Surprised you didn't know about this. Of 77. I knew he was from Scotland because it was like. Yeah, weird. I know. Yeah. But did you know that he died yesterday? No, I actually. 77 didn't years old. Crazy. Bro, imagine, imagine being Scottish and no one out. If you're, if you're listening at home with us or in the Dude. car, if you're in the car and you're drinking something right now, I want you to open your window, take that something and pour it out all over the car behind you. Pour one out for the homie who honestly brought so much joy to the world. Um, anyway, speaking of the world, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you've uh, you've been aware, but there was something that happened uh, significant in the world. And speaking of pouring, uh, a certain cup of a world variety has. Where are you going with this? World Cup. The World <laughs> Cup uh, ended uh, last week, and we're here to talk about it. Um, and if you are living under a rock, where the World Cup is an international soccer tournament. It takes place every four years where countries from all over the world qualify countries like Tunisia, Croatia, uh, Costa Rico, don't forget Uruguay and Uruguay. That's a good one. all <laughs> come together and play football or soccer. And the winner is given a giant golden trophy. And then we forget about it until the next time. Um, so it just ended last. Uh, it was on Sunday. By far, one of the most exciting uh, ends to a tournament I've ever seen in my entire life. And it was just an amazing tournament overall. So we're here to talk about the soccer of it. And then we might get into a little bit of the not-so-soccer uh, of the it. The political stuff. Um, yeah, sure. So, um, Hamid, let's. Just, this was your first World Cup uh, that you experienced as, like, someone who's kind of aware of the world and you know around you like i know you're not like a baby but the last world cup you were a little bit younger the one before that you might have been more naive okay i've been mature my entire life so every world cup i've experienced um has been just an absolute joy because i know everything about every about everything because i'm just no, i'm kidding but um i'm a little bit older than you so there's, you know, there was, uh, there was, this wasn't like my first like World Cup as a fully, you know, formed adult or whatever. Uh, so I'm interested to see like your thoughts on this World Cup. Um, so let's just go through the groups. Um, in Group A, okay, we had Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and uh, the Netherlands. This one, this one was interesting. Honestly, it. We all knew what would happen to Qatar, right? Half their team isn't even Qatari. Really? You didn't think uh, Qatari native Miguel Pedro could have... 
And it's like, I'm not even going to say like, because like a lot of like the players for like, for, for example, Morocco weren't actually born in Morocco, but they at least had like mm. Moroccan descent, you know? Yeah. Like they, they, but like this one right here for Khalsa, it, it was just a blatant after 2010 when they basically bought the World Cup. Mm. They basically bought the players too. They bought the, they bought the sport, you know, they never had a soccer culture except for funding other teams. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it was it was really weird. It was really interesting seeing them like weren't weren't they like the fastest team ever? Yeah, host nation ever to get. Yeah, this, out? they're also like the first team to lose their first game. A host nation. Oh, for real. To lose in the past few decades. Yeah, for real. It's wow. usually they usually either draw or win. But this huh. one, they lost like three zero. Yeah, uh, against against oh yeah Ecuador. Ecuador. Yeah. yeah, and Senegal here. I felt bad because like they lost uh, Saudi Omani like only a month or two before the the, mm. the tournament even started. It wasn't he, it was like a couple weeks. I thought like yeah he just yeah yeah. Uh, it was like if Egypt made it, you know, which they should have, <laughs> uh, and they lost Mohammed Salah. But like it's kind of sad. You know, Mohammed Salah is Muslim. Yeah. You know, he played for Liverpool. My, uh, let's let's move on to Group B, my favorite uh, group. England, oh yeah! Iran, oh, dude, this, this was the most geopolitical uh, <laughs> like group. You had Wales and England, who have had a complicated relationship in the past, and then you had nuclear powerhouses. Well, Iran is a nuclear powerhouse. Iran, but yeah. Iran and the United States. Um, I don't think anyone was shocked. I mean, I think I, I, I wouldn't. Think, I, I wouldn't blame you if you thought Wales would would make it out I of this. Thought group. We were shocked about how close the other three were. Like. I thought it would be close, mm. but the fact that like even till the end, it was a very small chance that Wales could make it. Yeah. But if Iran and United States actually drew and Wales beat England in their last game, they actually would have qualified, and it would have been England and Wales. But, but just your weren't. boys in red, white, and blue. Made Let's it. just say yeah. Christian Pulisic, uh, you know, risked the future generation of American players to score that goal when he got need in the ball sack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, American hero group, <laughs> group C, <laughs> uh, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. The best first game, dude. The best <laughs> first game. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Saudi Arabia, which is not a traditionally, you know, they're not known for their soccer. They're known for more oil. than Qatar, though. Huh? More than Qatar. Definitely more than Qatar. No, but like, yeah, they they yeah. usually don't make it out of the round of sixteen in the World Cup. Like, they're not like. You know, soccer, yeah, powerhouses. Um, they definitely aren't a team you would expect to beat eventual champions, Argentina. Spoiler alert. Um, so Argentina lost to Saudi Arabia in this group, one to two in the first game. Um, but it was funny because like when that happened, I felt like deep down inside, like I thought France would win the whole thing. But when that happened, I was like, uh, they're probably going. Argentina is probably going to win this whole thing. Uh, so after that, was, that game, honestly, was super excited. I was like, "Damn, I think yeah. we might have Saudi Arabia at least make it out of the group." Yeah, they but, just played like butt after man. They they didn't play poorly. I think they just weren't. I mean, they just yeah. It's it's easy to point at that. That's a tough thing to follow up beating Argentina and Leo Messi, right? They beat them one to two, right? But then they yeah. they ended up going on. I think they drew. They they lost to Poland two zero, which Oof. is just like, it's not horrible, but like, come on. Yeah. Uh, you beat Argentina, and then now you lose two zero to Poland. 
Yeah. And then they also lost to Mexico, which I think the biggest L the Saudi Arabian team could have taken. Oh, Mexico, like... Yeah, but they're no Argentina. Mexico's on the tail end of their, like, the last couple World Cups, they've had, like, some exciting... Yeah, um, but they're no Argentina. No, they're not. Yeah. They're not Argentina at all. All right, moving on. Let's see who we got and here. And then we have Group uh, D. Group D. The most one-sided group. France, in the Australia, state. Denmark, and Tunisia. Um... Yeah, this one, I, I don't think anyone was surprised. I think folks might have expected Denmark. Denmark has some interesting players. Uh, w- one of my favorite players is Danish. Uh, Pierre-Emile Hoybier. Or if you want to use the American pronunciation, Pierre-Emile Hodgebjerg. Um, <laughs> one, the reason he's one of my most favorite players is uh, he plays for Tottenham in the Premier League. And... Uh, <laughs> Last year, no, it was the season before. He played the most minutes out of any player in the Premier League, including goalkeepers. He did not. He played every minute of every single game as a midfielder. Workhorse. Um, but um, I'll go into my thoughts on Denmark later. But uh, Tunisia, unfortunately, although they beat France in the last game. Dude, that was tough. It was heartbreaking. The fact, the fact that freaking Denmark couldn't just come through for the Tunisians and beat Australia. Right? Yeah. Freaking Australia. Australia. That was um, that was tough. Yeah, yeah. Um and then we got is that Groupie. It's far away, I can't see. Okay, cool. Uh and then we got Spain, Spain Costa Rica, Rica, Germany, and Japan. This group was wild. Very exciting. Yeah. Crazy. I think the best group out of it, it was all definitely these. I, I think a lot of expectations were subverted. Uh, everybody, for some reason, expected because Germany won the World Cup in 2014. They have some pretty talented players, uh, but nobody expected Japan to put up the fight that they did. And especially from a from a freaking, they were down one, right? Or were they down two? Yeah, in the last game of the group stage, they were down one zero to Spain, who are yeah, a, a, who are a footballing. Wait, it like, wasn't two zero. No, they were down 1-0, and then they came back and won 2-1, to one, right? Yeah, I know they won 2-1, to one, but I thought they were down by 2. Well, How could they win 2-1 to one and be down by 2, bro? No, 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 no. Come on, bro. Oh, dude, never mind. Let's yeah. cut that out. This one... <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, the, this one had that crazy assist, um, which is, I think, one of the moments of the tournament, where the ball looked like it went out of bounds, and the whole world was like, the ball, the ball went out of bounds, but it was the camera angle. And it was the perfect assist. It was one of the most amazing passes I've ever it was, seen. It was also back. the game that Costa Rica, which lost to Spain 7-0, <laughs> was actually for about two to three minutes at the 73-minute yeah. mark, were going to qualify for the round of 16, which yep. is crazy. For two minutes. They were in top two. For two minutes. No, like, like for, a, for a couple minutes, it yeah. was Japan and Costa Rica moving yeah. forward. But then Germany came back and mind you, the fun. Costa Rica that lost seven zero. Yeah, this that's, game. I mean that's the thing. That's the thing about the group stage. What one day you're 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 killing Spain, and then the next day you're uh, you know. Um. Let's move on to the next group. Who are they? Group F. Uh, we got Belgium, who were favored by many to win the entire tournament. The golden generation. Yeah. Um. Canada, Morocco, and uh, Croatia. Um, that was, this this was 
I, I think Japan and Morocco were the two like Cinderella ish stories of the tournament. But Morocco Deliver. hats off. Bro, they delivered. They they delivered. That was quite, probably one of the, the most tournament. exciting teams to watch. Yeah. The fact that their defense was just so on point. Yeah. They played so far back, which they should at least concede a few goals. But they only before the semis, mm-hmm. they only conceded one goal, which was an own goal, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think about. Morocco and that includes, didn't even qualify. That includes time. penalty shootouts. Did you know yeah. that? Wait, what? Yeah, during the penal- penalty shootout. Against Spain, they didn't concede a goal. Oh, the one where Bono went off. Yeah, oh my goodness, uh, that that was insane. That was probably uh, that, that's, player, in the, that's in the knockout stage. That's the player stadium. of the World Cup, bro. Um, aside from but yeah. So Croatia, Morocco, move move on from this one. Um, Belgium, <laughs> good effort, guys. Uh, <laughs> never got... forget, never forget those five chances. Those five oh my opportunities God, by Lukaku. I felt bad for Luke. I felt because he for looked Lukaku. distressed. Yeah, he looked. I, I, like yeah at the end of the game he had his like he had his hand between his his head between his hands and he knew he missed those because like after yeah. every time he missed you could see his face he's like shit yeah that shouldn't have happened yeah um then we got brazil serbia switzerland and cameroon very contentious switzerland Content- serbia. yeah switzerland serbia whenever Con- they play context for that one switzerland has three or four bosnian quite a albanian. few like yeah bosnian albanian yeah. players and uh, uh, 90s, you know, Serbia's uh, war crimes against those A little bit of geopolitics groups. in yeah. there, too. There's a lot of geopolitics. <laughs> um, but from this group, Brazil and Switzerland move on while Serbia and Cameroon had to go home. It's, it's funny oh. that uh, Cameroon, when they lost, they were still cheering because uh, Uruguay. I don't know if you noticed, they're, because they were playing at the same time or they played right before. Mm. Uh, the Cameroonian players mm. were cheering that Uruguay lost, or was it Ghana? No, it's Ghana. Oh. I think Ghana Ghana has that contentious relationship with Uruguay. Yeah, because of the 2010. Um. So, and that's the last group, which is Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and South Korea. Portugal and South Korea move on from this, but Ghana. And Uruguay, that was an interesting storyline because in the 2010 World Cup, um, <laughs> Luis Suarez, uh, Ghana was the only African nation remaining um, in the round of 16, I think. Um, and Luis Suarez uh, intervened uh, on a goal line clearance with his hand. Obviously got a red card, had to leave the game. Uh, but Ghana ended up missing the penalty kick. And they were knocked out of the tournament. So, so that that was the team that was cheering Uruguay yeah, losing. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> the funny thing is that Luis Suarez, uh, Liverpool legend Luis Suarez, um, <laughs> before this game, he was interviewed. He was like, I'm not sorry for, for what I did. And uh, I really, I, I, I was talking to my friends about this and, you know, I, I was telling them that like growing up is realizing that, um, that Luis Suarez did what was right for his for his team. It was illegal. He got punished for it, uh, and that's that. So yeah. So the teams that moved on. Um. This, uh. So yeah. Pinaldo's Pinaldo's team. Uh. Portugal. Portugal. Yeah. And uh, freaking South Korea. That was another one that was kind of actually. That was that was 
That was surprising to me. I thought Uruguay would move. The on. way that Uruguay, I think a lot of people expected Uruguay to move on because yeah. they have so many individual talented players, but they just didn't gel. They they just didn't they didn't work well together. Um, I think the funniest moment from this group was <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo trying to claim the header. Uh, I, I forgot which team it was against. I think it might have been against Uruguay. Uh, Bruno Fernandez kicked the ball into the kicked the ball. He scored a goal. Yeah. But Cristiano Ronaldo jumped to try to get the ball in with his head, and and he celebrated as if he's the one who scored the goal. Which again, his intervention was important because the goalie kind of shifted the way that he was positioned in order to account for Cristiano Ronaldo. But um, yeah, I think that was one of the funniest things. So let's move on to the let's move on to the knockout stage. Um, the teams were then seated. Uh, we had um, knockout stage Netherlands versus USA. All right, let's just that go. Was, through, let's just go tough. through the bracket. Um, uh, personally, I was rooting for the US. I was rooting for Netherlands. Uh, was, I know, I know that you know, as an American, a lot of people will be like, <laughs> like I'm not pa- like. Don't get me wrong, I'm not necessarily patriotic for this country. That's like, fine. I, I mean, not, you're a I'm homer. Not, like, I'm not it's like okay. an unpatriotic or anything, but I'm not necessarily patriotic. Like nationalism, nationalism doesn't really, uh, you know. Not yeah, with for me. sure. Um, but when I saw the USA actually draw to England, which is a W in my book, mm-hmm. they were able to draw with one of the greatest teams in the world. And seeing them make it to the round of 16 and seeing Christian Pulisic just carry the LeBron James of soccer just, just carry this, <laughs> this, this team. Yeah, that was just amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a sad defeat 3 mm-hmm. 1. I was really hoping the US would win. Um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that game because I'm, I'm a huge fan uh, of. The Netherlands, um, they have one of my favorite players, Virgil van Dijk. I am a Virgil Liverpool. van Dijk. Uh, I am a Liverpool supporter. Um, so I, I was kind of rooting for them. I, I, for any of these games, I just wanted a good game. And that was one of the, uh, one of the funnest games for me to watch because I think Denzel Dumfries put in, uh, outside of Leo Messi, almost every game, put in one of the best individual performances you'll see in this tournament. It's funny because I, I, I didn't even see that game. It was too early. Yeah, I know. I, I woke like, up and I woke up because you told me the day before. I remember you were like, I'm we were up to like two yeah. playing code names or something. And then you were like, I'm gonna wake up for this game. I was like, yeah, sure. And I, I woke up. Thing is, I actually did wake up, <laughs> but then I thought you would be asleep. And I was like, I'm not going to wake this homie up. Ah. Right. And then I was looking at I was looking at my phone. I'm like, man, the U.S. I was I was like I was actually kind of confident that, that that they would win. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'll watch the highlights, see my team go through. Mm-hmm. But then waking back up and seeing that three one, that was tough. And seeing your text, like, yo, that yeah. was that was that was that wasn't nice. Did you know, uh, Serginio Dest? Uh, is or, from the Netherlands. Right? From the Netherlands. Yeah, there was actually movie, the guy from the U.K. His dad isn't even American. He was just has oh. a citizenship because he lived there. George Weah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. His dad is the president of Liberia. Yeah. Did you know there's, that? Wait, then I think there's two English. Yeah, there's a bunch. There's a yeah, bunch of international. Was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Chris... a lot of these players, they'll they'll go and like play international, and then they'll switch if they feel like the team isn't a good fit for them or something. Or which is fine. Or the team want to just pick them up. Like, let's be real. That too. Well, you know, Zinedine Zidane. Um, the reason that I started like watching soccer, Zinedine Zidane, 
was told by the Algerian national team, they were like, oh, you're too slow for us. Bruh. <laughs> Major L. Uh, that, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of glad they didn't make it this year. Algeria? Yeah. Oh, That cool. was the stupidest thing they could have ever One done. of my best friends is Algerian, so I always want my friends to be happy. I know he would have wanted Egypt to make it. But... Oh, dude, me too. Yeah. That was uh, anyone who doesn't know blatant cheating on the Senegalese side. Game oh, with place the, in Senegal. We'll yeah. talk about Senegal. Yeah. Um, no, did just... you know that there's a small nation, speaking of Netherlands, really quick, small nation called, I don't know if I'm saying it right, Suriname or Suriname, I don't know what it's called. It's in South America. A lot of the players from the Netherlands have uh, like roots to that country. Like their ancestry traces back to there. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, next game, Argentina, Australia. No surprise. No, uh, surprise. no surprise. Yeah, no surprise here. I'm not really going to go into it. It was a fun game to watch because Australia did keep it close, but I think that's that was the still kind of salty. The fact that Australia beat Denmark and stopped Tunisia from going through. Okay, that was just. So you're, you're saying that should have been Tunisia? Should have been Tunisia. At least they would have lost. You know, Tunisia. Tunisia. Yeah. Um, Japan, Croatia. Oh. This one, I remember I texted you after this one. I said, my heart is in shattered. My heart is shattered. My heart is on the, like, just broken because Japan went up early. Croatia does what Croatia does. And they came back and they, uh, they, they, they came back and won in the penalty shootout. I don't know what happened with Japan in the penalty shootout. I feel like a lot of teams when it came to penalties in this tournament, just weren't well prepared. It was really, it was really weird seeing so, a lot of these games, so many players. Miss. A lot of these games in the knockout stages, stages went to penalties. Yeah, and it was, it was crazy how, like, how much they missed by. Like, Harry Kane's... Oh, my uh, God. Oh my that God. wasn't even a shootout, though. That was just a penalty. <laughs> no, but just penalty. generally, just penalties in yeah. general, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Brazil, South Korea. Um, <laughs> I feel bad, because I was like, I, I honestly was rooting for Huang Min Sun, you mm. know? Mm-hmm. they're the underdog i don't care too much about brazil mm-hmm. I, I don't i don't necessarily like them mm-hmm. um you know they outside of soccer some yeah. of these players have a have a history too close to like i learned a lot about dictator, ac- actually so so richarlison uh on brazil a- as a player i hate him because he he plays dirty um and he's injured some of my some of my boys in, in red when he played for Everton and now he plays for Tottenham. I learned a lot about Richarlison, the person, uh, during this tournament. And apparently he's super, uh, super liberal and anti-Bolsonaro and very charitable. Kind of bare minimum, but like, hey, when you, when you need to ask, like, what's the bare <laughs> no, 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 minimum? I'm, I'm, I'm just not, saying. I'm not I'm just supporting saying. this fascist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's apparently asking a lot from the Brazilian team because like, <laughs> it's overwhelmingly. Hey, one of my, not one of my favorite player. My favorite athlete of all time, Roberto Firmino, is Brazilian. So, watch out. Uh, did you know on the Brazilian side? You know Ronaldinho also like endorsed Bolsonaro. That was a huge hit. He was he was my favorite player of all time because he oh. was like the guy I watched when I was a kid. But the yeah. fact that he like is such a oh my god. Well, I think that was just tough to see. You know, um, France beats Poland. No 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 big shock there. Uh, I think. And then who was voting for Poland, except for like Polish people, like like legit. Ah, uh, Lew- Lewandowski fans. I don't know. Just, it is what it is. Dude. Uh, and then we got England, Senegal. That was uh, 
I mean, yeah, when you Senegal when you didn't. Have, Senegal was without their best player. Yeah, that's like having Egypt play without Mohamed. So they already lose with Mohamed. That's like Salah. Egypt taking penalty shootout with uh, laser pointers pointed straight at your eyeballs. Yeah, um, no, Morocco without Mohamed Salah. Yeah, uh, Morocco beats Spain amazing in play. penalty kicks. That was in the most. Thr- it, it was zero zero, right? Yeah. Uh, first, in the most half, thrilling draw I've ever seen in my entire dude, life. Watching watching Spain play with the tiki taka, which is like, yeah, it looks it looks cool, it might work, but dude, everybody has to be on the it's same page. It's so boring. Holy crap! Watching it's, Spain, it's, bo- it's boring during. It's horrible. boring while the team is holding the ball for yeah. sure. But then it gets exciting. But then when it explodes nowhere. into a scoring opportunity, then it gets exciting. Yeah. For sure. But dude, it was <laughs> just seeing Spain. What, what was their possession at the time? Uh, I don't against Japan. I it was like eighty percent. Yeah, like Spain, and they still lost. Yeah, possession based. Yeah. Um, Portugal. Wait, walks was that the game where Morocco? Oh. No, that wasn't the one. Never mind. Wasn't Portugal walks Switzerland six one in a game where Ronaldo was on the bench. Um, uh, Honestly, it was kind of sad to see because he was still was, excited for his team winning. Yeah, yeah, he looked engaged on the bench, but yeah. like stayed on. the All bench. right, let's move on. So that was the round of sixteen, and then now we got the quarterfinals. So. Uh, we got Netherlands, Argentina. Oh, this one was, this one was. Let's rough. just say it was. Bro, it was happening. This one was Joma, on a Friday. On Joma time. On a Friday. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, like, Hamid and myself, uh, we're Muslim, and uh, <laughs> on Fridays in the afternoon, we we are required to go to the mosque. We so, talking as if like people outside our family are gonna watch this. <laughs> you never know. Uh, and then the, so then, uh, yeah, so, uh, this game, uh, spilled into that Friday obligation. So I had to leave right after the Netherlands scored that goal in like the 105th minute. So me and my brother were actually on our way to the Mesquite at the time. And we saw the, the the free kick where they scored and oh my God. Yeah. That was crazy. I was so glad there was so much traffic on the way because, like, our car was basically <laughs> stopped, so I was able to actually pay yeah. attention to the game while driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't condone that. Don't, don't, don't do watch that. and drive. But, dude, amazing. but if you are driving and you're drinking something, pour one out for the inventor of chicken tikka masala. Oh yeah, that too. Pour it out. Yeah, um, <laughs> I remember you sent me a picture of Messi blocking the. Goal that game had the that moment where Me- Messi literally put his hand up and stopped. An attack. Yo. And he should have, by the rules, should have gotten a yellow card. And if you go and watch the replays, Virgil van Dyke goes up to the ref and says the words, it's because it's messy. Um, that was also the game where that Argentinian player shot the ball at the, the, at the, Netherlands, the, at the Netherlands bench, bench, which is a yellow. And he received a yellow for the tackle right before that. So... And then Messi received a yellow later in the game. So there are two potential red cards in that game. But say la vie. Um, Argentina ends up winning that one uh, on penalty kicks. Brazil, Croatia. Um, Croatia does the same thing to Brazil that they did to Japan. Uh, Brazil goes up. Croatia scores last second. Wins in penalty kicks. And they advance. England, France. Uh, this was an interesting game. That was um, where Harry Kane forgot that he's playing European. Yeah, football. Harry Kane went for a field goal. Homie, homie, homie started playing for American football for a second. Yeah. Missed the big, like, oh my God. Just he he could have tied the game. And, he could have uh, tied the game. 
Yeah. And seeing how the French penalties went <laughs> in the finals, yeah. they had a really good chance at winning if they played similar to that. Yeah. Holy oh my god. Uh Portugal Morocco. This was uh an this was an exciting game for sure. Um fun fact. Yeah. Um the the one who scored, I forgot who scored when he did that header. Yeah. That was the highest It was the highest. It was yeah. the highest. You know uh, how high he jumped? No. And it's funny that it was, but it was for the World Cup specifically. Yeah. But um it's it's funny that he was playing against Ronaldo's team while doing against Ronaldo's team while doing that cuz Ronaldo holds the record for like the yeah. highest. But like during the World Cup he scored. Uh and it was just, he it was jumped just he, he, his, his head reached 9 feet 1.5 inches. How tall is he? Ronaldo's legendary leap is 8 feet and 4 and a half. Wait, hold up. Was that Ronaldo in general? No, no. Uh, remember you know that famous yeah, yeah. goal oh, where he like 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 he jumped. So was like, this the points. highest header of all time? I don't know. I don't know if it's like the highest header of all time, but he he definitely got up there. Beautiful, beautiful goal. Um, and obviously, the lasting image from that game, unfortunately, is Ronaldo crying on his way to the locker room. Um, now the semifinals we had Argentina Croatia versus. Uh, so Argentina Croatia, Argentina ends up just absolutely. Dominating, wiping the floor with Croatia. Dominating. Um, I think at that point, um, that game was when I I was like, I don't think anybody can stop Argentina besides France. Um, because they were just so. That's when like you like you were watching them and you're like everybody, whatever they were, whatever style they were playing, everybody bought in at that point. Um, not that they weren't like all as one team before. But they were really, really on the same page. I'm, like they were reading each other very well, um, and things like that. And then France, Morocco, France, heartbreak. Morocco, heartbreak, heartbreak. Uh, Morocco concedes two goals after not conceding any goals by an opposing player ever in the entire tournament. Tournament, and it was yeah. the farthest any Arab country went. The farthest any African country went. The farthest any Muslim country went. Mm. Except for Turkey, because they did it in 2002. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was crazy. That was, that was crazy. Uh, speaking of crazy, let's talk about that final. Man. Brand Sunday. Mbappe. How is his back? How was his back not broken from that? Mbappe. Homie carried so hard. In that clip of oh Charles Barkley. America. They got that boy Mbappe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So that, that, I think, was the most exciting final I've ever watched. In any sport, um, maybe I can think of two that rival that. Uh, maybe uh, when when the Lakers won in 2010 against the Celtics, because there was that redemption arc, and then uh, maybe the Giants winning the World Series in 2012 because of the way that it ended. I won't get into it, but um, sorry, not 2012, 2014, 2014. Sorry, um, Argentina wins on penalty kicks. And Messi gets the World Cup. And I think that is a fairy tale ending that happens once in a generation, maybe once in a lifetime. Like, just because Messi's first World Cup was like 16 years ago, I think. And every World Cup, he's just been, you know, just kind of, you know, been let down. It was, but, it was the end of the, uh, you know, the, the GOAT debate. Uh, yeah, it was funny seeing all those Ronaldo fans 
like me, I don't have. I, I honestly don't really. I don't Let's have, talk about Ronaldo versus Messi for sure. Yeah, because so, because you personally, you, you personally, I don't really care. Yeah, I do think they're both great. Players. A lot of people, like a lot of people, will, will will take one side. Like you know, our nephews. Oh my god! Like we have. So my son is a huge Messi fan. His cousins are huge Ronaldo fans, and it's been a constant debate. And then on Sunday, like when we all got together for dinner, I sat down my nephews. I was like, I've had to listen to you guys tease my son for the last two years. So for the next one hour, you guys are going to sit down and be quiet. <laughs> listen to my son talk about Messi. I was obviously joking. But um, yeah, uh, the, that, that debate, I think, I think this kind of settles it. Not because like Ronaldo as a pure goal scorer, just as a goal scorer has a leg up on Messi because he's taller he's more physical and for a time he was like just unstoppable but I think Messi as a player all around someone who can create goals someone who can make that incisive pass or that decisive pass um, like he made against the Netherlands like just absolutely I think you know best and now he has his World Cup and he, you know, he recently actually signed another year. I think two years with uh, PSG. With PSG. Yeah. All right. I honestly think he should have just retired after that. Make this his last season. Just kind of end on such a high note, winning the World Cup. You know. I think he wants to win another Champions League. I really do. I mean, with Neymar and Mbappe, I think that's what that's what he's gunning for. Because that's that's what Ronaldo has more than him. A champ, more more Champions League. So, I think I think that, I mean, it makes sense. Like, hey. You want to come get paid millions of dollars by a team owned by Qatar and uh, win a couple Champions Leagues? Or yeah. yeah. So, so Hamid, top moment from the tournament for you? Okay, top, number top one. W- number one. We already talked about this. You know, Christian Pulisic. Don't, don't. Are you serious? His, Out of all the dude, moments, it was like the most like. <laughs> like when yeah. I saw that, I was watching it live. I was actually at work. It was during my lunch. I think it was during my lunch. But anyways, when I saw that, homie literally broke his balls. For no, the he didn't literally break his ball. He fi- he basically did. <laughs> um, he went to the hospital right after. Yeah, I know. I was I was trying to, I was seeing him trying to stretch. And I was like, why is he walking weird? Mm. But like, that was honestly amazing. It honestly gave me hope that the U.S. That's your a, moment of the tournament. That was no like outside of like oh. obviously Morocco. Like that was really cool and all. Morocco. But, like, but this is like. The U.S. could actually do it. They actually... Do what? They, they have a chance at winning the World Cup, bro. Like, honestly. No. Yes. Honestly, okay. I well, think they, you and you I were what? watching two completely 20, different U.S. 20, teams. I'm calling it right now. 2026, USA in the finals winning. We're going to have another championship. If the USA makes the finals in 2026... Buy me tickets. I'll buy you tickets. Buy me tickets. For I'll me. buy you tickets to the game. I want to have a jersey signed by Christian Pulisic I'll buy you a jersey. I'll go to that pawn, pawn shop. From on stars and buy you that, and then, and then have it like signed by LeBron James of soccer. Yeah, I'll deal. I'll do it. Deal. I'll do it. I'll move heaven and earth if they make it to the final. They will. Four years from. I now. already know I'm gonna have a Christian Pulisic jersey now. Huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might as well buy it now. But yeah, um, outside of that, Bono's penalties. Oh my God, this Bono? saves. Yeah. yeah, that was exciting. Like, um, wow. top top moment for me, I think. I'm all about stories, and I think seeing Messi collapse after they won, that for me was like, I kind of got chills. 
just because of like like this guy like it it it, it meant so much to him and you could tell from the way he played he had an insane tournament um Mbappe had an insane tournament too. Oh my goodness, dude, Mbappe, dude, dude, dude! I feel, I honestly, I feel, most, I felt bad for I him. I feel very bad. Yeah, for both Mbappe and Ronaldo. I'll talk about Ronaldo later. Mbappe. But dude, holy crap, man! Yeah, Mbappe really, he really, he, the, his team failed him. There's no way of going around. His team literally failed. And him. we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that oh, French there's some team, recent, bro. There's some recent news about Mbappe. Some drama. Right? What? Yeah, recent news. About what? About him uh, thinking about leaving the French team. And playing where? I don't know. But apparently he's saying he's getting a lot of racism. Mbappe? From, from French media, yeah. For real? Yeah, straight up, yeah. The home They're day. like, hey, we lost because you're black? Yeah. This is like, like this morning I opened up my phone and I'm starting to see this. Mbappe's talking about how... What was the source? Uh, was some guy's Twitter? It's, it's some I highly doubt he would leave the I French team. I don't know. Dude, I don't think... I, I don't honestly, think he, if he went and played in Algeria, that would have been that dope. Been, that would be Cameroon. dope. Yeah. Or Cameroon. I don't yeah. think he's... I don't think he's thinking about leaving, but like he did talk about how, which is a just, general just leaving trend. the French team. There's in a general. general trend with immigrant um, players or or p- players from immigrant parents mm. winning, putting their all, yeah, in being that that country's people. But then, right when they lose, the, all of a sudden they're immigrants. They're not. And then you you, you got to go on TV. French. You got to turn on the TV and see Charles Barkley completely butchering your name, calling yeah. you Mbappe. Come on, dude. Yeah. How can but, you live that life? But dude, um, uh, <laughs> saddest moment. What was your saddest moment? Like just general, like emotional, like sad. Um, saddest moment. I think when, I think Morocco losing to France, because, like you knew they were gonna lose, but the way that they lost, like I thought they would lose on penalty kicks. For me, it was bittersweet. Yeah, they lost, and that was really sad. Yeah. But the fact that they made it this far. People no, were, no, for sure. No, no, but but, but like because the farther you make it, the more gravity there is yeah. to you getting knocked out, right? Yeah. Like if 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 Argentina had lost, I'm sure that would have been more sad than if they had lost in the semifinal, right? Yeah, Argentina had lost the finals because it's like you could taste it. Um, yeah, I definitely wanted to see Mor- Morocco versus Argentina. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have been a cool. I I wanted to see the U.S. versus uh, you know. Versus who? Versus anyone, honestly. The U.S. versus yeah. The U.S. So are, so, you, let's say let's say the U.S. won that Netherlands game. They would have to go get their their asses they'd probably beat be by Argentina. Argentina. Honestly, yeah, they'd probably win. Let's be. They probably what? They'd probably win. One hundred percent. Anyways, we got Team USA. I'll take freezing cold takes for five hundred, Steve. We got Team USA hater. Um. No, my saddest moment has to be seeing Ronaldo. Um, coming off the field, keeping oh, himself semi-composed, yeah. oh. and then seeing him seeing go him through cry. the tunnel, and basically he just, just breaks start down. Crying, yeah. And it's like, yeah, this whole goat debate. I do think he's he has he's clearly one of the greatest. Oh, easy, easy. No, there's a lot of he's of he's, he's on the Mount Rushmore of, of yeah. soccer. Like I I just do feel board. so bad for him because when he was in his prime, yeah, like people were talking about how the Portuguese team was just ass. Yeah, he was, was able to take them so far, but yeah. he needed a team at that point. Mm-hmm. Now Messi has his team. Mm-hmm. He has his. He has a. Well, the thing is, Ronaldo does have a good team. Now he Bruno does. Fernandez. But isn't it now he does? Ruben Diaz. Yeah, Ruben Diaz, Raul Felix, all of those players. They're 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 superstars. They're, they're past. He's past his prime now. Yeah. And now he finally has his team, and he's subbed. Yeah. And it makes sense. Why Maybe he can win old. as a coach. But it was it was but <laughs> no but straight up because like he was playing when I was still like a kid, and seeing. 
for me, but, yeah, as I, when I cared was... about soccer back in the day, it was Ronaldinho, Messi, Ronaldo. Three, three greats, right? Mm-hmm. Seeing Ronaldinho leave, I was still too young. I, I didn't really... It was, it was huge, but like, it just happened. But like, this is an end of an era. Like, seeing yeah. Ronaldo be sub. Yeah, we, we're, we're definitely at that point when like, with the Ronaldinho when he moved to generation... Like when, the, like when that gen, like Ronaldinho, Thierry Henry, those players started, like, started leaving, and then you had Messi, Ronaldo, um, even for a time, sort of Zlatan. Um, Zlatan is he's he's like Zlatan. You don't, you don't transcend time. Lion does not. Uh, what was it? <laughs> Have you seen that clip of Zlatan talking to Henry, and they're like. I forgot, I forgot where they're at, but they're they're talking about like they have like pictures of these players. Oh, he's like they don't see, they don't yeah, know they, how they God don't know looks. how God looks. <laughs> he's my favorite player, honestly. He's so arrogant. Like, he's so he's he's, yeah. hell- he's oh, funny. Dude. He's funny. Um, yeah, in a vacuum, this was the funnest tournament. Yeah. For, for but I don't know if you know this, but we don't live in a vacuum. Yeah. Um, and the real there were a lot of there were a lot of uh, non-soccer discussions in this game in this tournament. Um. I think the one that's most obvious, and we're just going to start with this one just because it's such a big one. The whole LGBTQ issue, I think, needs, needs addressing. Let's first, disclaimers. Disclaimer. Disclaimers. Disclaimer. We are not pro Qatar. We are not pro any particular nation. We are pro consistency. Yes. If you're going to come to the table and scream about an issue, you better bring that same energy when that issue affects people who are not you, people who are not like you. I, like for me, you won't see me supporting any type of theocratic monarchy. You're not going to see me supporting this backwards. Brother, brother, you do not want the Khalifa, brother? Brother, I'm, I, I, brother, this is not the Go to Islamic school and learn the people. When the Khalifa, they go on the street. <laughs> They would not close their shops because nobody would stealing their things. Yeah, but Qatar is very. Uh, it's I'm not joking. a Khalifa. Nowhere um, near it. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, we're not. They're, ready for, they're yeah. just. They're just. <laughs> I'm, they're I'm, an oil I'm not trying to make they're this just oil about the Khalifa. They're, they're oil barons that just happen to. Yeah, be no, years. these these people. Yeah, um, the Qatari government. My biggest as corrupt my, as as the next. My so. biggest gripe with Qatar and Saudi Arabia and Oman and a lot of these GCC countries. Uh. Is just their blatant use of slavery. GCC, what does that mean? Uh, the goal, it's like the Gulf Arab. Oh, uh, go, okay, okay. It's like this little thing that they have. Okay. You know. Anyways. I thought it stood for good chicken cooking. No, 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 no. No. It's, it's just not. like this. <laughs> Basically, it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Stupid. The Gulf country. Yeah. So, so here, here's the thing, okay? And I'm, I'm going to say this, and the whole homosexuality thing, the LGBT thing. Um, for me personally, and I, and I think you agree with me to an extent. What you do in your own home. Live and let live, yeah. Go. Live in your own home. In the United States, we encourage if you something brings you joy, to share it with everybody. That that's kind of how things I mean to an extent. That's that's how things are in the United States, in certain places in the United States. Qatar and Arab culture in general is sort of the same but they draw the line at what you do in your own home don't bring that outside which is fair which i, it's, I it's, again it's, it's, it's a different it's a difference in culture culture yeah. right they're a little bit more conservative and again this is not a defense of qatar yeah this is not it, it, a defense to be illogical to try to put your morals onto other people like you can't that's not fair agreed you but i but here's the thing 
that I'll say about Qatar, it's hilarious to me that they that they were so opposed to this. It's like, hey guys, don't wear this rainbow armband. Don't be so flamboyant out in public. However, if you want to engage in some nighttime activities, come to our one of our thousands of nightclubs that yeah, we have where um, we will serve the finest alcohol for I, you and yours. Well, it's, so just a quick story off topic of it. Um, I'll be going on Almara in Turkey. I'll be going to Turkey and Almara soon. So you, I won't be on these, this podcast for about a month. Yeah, I've gotten um, a lot of emails about people yeah, just uh, crying. Yeah. Just people um, sending me pictures of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, so I'll be in Dubai for about nine hours, I think, as oh, I'm yeah. over. Okay. Um, and I was looking up what to do in Dubai at night. Gold showers. So apparently <laughs> one of the things is prostitution, man. Oh, dude. Is this so funny? It's crazy. It's so ironic to see yeah. these yeah. countries take such a hard stance on some like. Well, th- well, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, okay, look at prostitution in the Netherlands, for example, right? Yeah. It's not it's not legal. No, it is. Is it is it legal? Yeah, it's Jamie. Can you pull that up for me? Yeah, it's completely legal. It's It's, okay. Sorry, sorry. So look at prostitution in the Netherlands, right? It's they have a red light district. Yeah, you know Turkey has the same thing. Turkey? (laughs) You You mean Muslim? You mean the current Muslim Ummah country uh, with the Khalifa, Khalifa, Maulana Erdogan? Yes, they have the prostitutions. Yes. Well, there you go. Prostitution halal. You heard it here for. No, I'm kidding. No. Um. Uh, they have so, and but then you go like to these like other nations. It's like present the others like yeah, 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 come to our red light district. I'm I don't know how to do a Netherlands Danish or not Danish Dutch. Uh, Dan- Dutch accent. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Like the difference in cult, it was it, it. There is a religious aspect to it because that, like you said, is a theocratic government. But at the same time, there is that cultural aspect to it. And, and they're intertwined, right? Yeah. But the cultural aspect to it is that when it comes to bedroom activities, when it comes to bing bong, all right, you've got to keep it in the bedroom. Don't, okay? I'm pretty sure having, you know, heterosexual bing bong would be looked for, like out in public, would be frowned upon in most countries, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's just one of those things that in Qatar it's a little more conservative in a lot of like Middle Eastern countries it's a little bit more conservative and that it's, tends to happen when you completely destabilize a region for like a hundred years like, yeah. they tend to be more conservative Yeah, and, uh, and, yeah. And, and the thing is like Qatar didn't say like you know Qatar is very you know and, and I don't mean this in a way to say, like, I, I agree with Qatar, but props to Qatar for sticking to their guns. In 2014, for example, uh, Brazil, when they hosted the World Cup, they changed laws to allow beer to be consumed in stadiums because Budweiser was the official sponsor of the World Cup. I think just in general, uh, mixing very emotional fans it with with alcohol just it really is yeah it. yeah but, but, but uh, like this is dangerous yeah honestly. for sure but, but like what i'm trying to say is they came to qatar and they were like qatar was like okay you guys accepted our bribe money they also have more money yeah you guys, and, and 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 i don't think when when they won the bid fifa was like okay you've won the bid to host the world cup 
Now you got to be pro-gay. That's not what happened. They were like, you got you got the bid to host the World Cup. You're going to host the World Cup. You're not going to host a human rights convention. Okay? Like, 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 like that's the thing. Uh, I don't want to derail the conversation. I, I do but. think FIFA should have taken that into account. But when you're getting paid a couple million under the table, I guess... I guess yeah. your morals go out the window, but yeah. that's just me. Um, so yeah, I, Qatar so, should have never hosted into first week. Oh have, yeah, no, no. Qatar, un, Qatar if, is not putting aside morals. Just yeah, just back to the sport I mean, itself. If you look at the last like, they don't have a they don't have a team. Bro. Yeah, I, exactly. They're not real. But to be fair, they did win the the I think the Asian the Asian version of Af Afcon. I don't know what it's called. Um, probably when? the last one. Serious. Yeah, they had to buy all their. Pull it up, Jamie. But they had to buy. They have four. Hey, Jamie, Egypt. pull it up. Bro, four other starters are from Egypt. I know, and, I, and another one's from Portugal. It's I know. I'm not. I'm not. But I'm. I'm it's saying like they, they did kind of develop this like. Yeah, footballer. sure. But I think they did. The that U.S. To... has more of a soccer culture, and that's the U.S. that completely. Well, when the U.S. hosted in 1994, they weren't really a soccer nation. Oh yeah, 100. Yeah, percent We're yeah. gonna go actually to that uh, bribery. Uh, people who are taking such a big stance on the bribery, 100. percent I'm with you. All power to you. Uh, but can you keep that same energy with every other country that's ever hosted? Like straight yeah. up. Exactly. Uh, no, South I, Africa, I 2010. You. The only reason they hosted was back in the 90s when uh, Blatter or Blader. Um, Urinary was, Blatter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he was running for re-election of the uh, president of FIFA, uh, he basically went to AFCON, all their members, and was like, yo, vote for me and I'll get you guys the World Cup. And right after he wins re-election 2010, they're announced to be the 2010 host. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, Brazil, they paid a couple mil. Nowhere near as much as Qatar, but like they paid, they paid their way through. Yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, Qatar, Qatar was playing the same game. Yeah, they just had more money. Yeah. And again, a lot of these countries, like in the Gulf, like they view these events as a marketing campaign. It's like where they can show off yeah. their country. I don't and know stuff if you like noticed that. during halftime when they would show like, oh Qatar. And it's like, oh, they got freaking Morgan Freeman to do their. Thing. Yeah, they also had like the whole like, oh, we're the education hub, this and that. Western oh, college. I saw that. It's like, yeah. we're changing the way. We're changing like, lives. Bro, just... Or whatever. We're changing education or whatever. Um, Yeah. So to, to wrap up what we're saying, like, you know, it it was... Qatar was not... We're not good... necessarily agreeing with their stance on yeah, homosexuality. I'm not a, yeah, I, I'm not agreeing with their... We're, like... we're both... I think we can both agree. We're a let, live and let live type of, like, type of guys. Yeah. Just... But don't... Keep 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 yourself consistent though. Yeah. Like when keep, it keep it when keep it comes it. to the US, we're gonna talk about that. When oh. it comes to the US, let's uh Yeah. Um Jamie, what's the next talking point? Uh Germany. Uh Germany's stance oh. on uh Ger not yeah, being so able we're to gonna talk we're gonna talk about some we're gonna talk about some specific teams and specific people who we think uh, deserve some shout outs. Uh, so so the uh, German team Team Germany, bro. Team Germany, dude. Um Team Hitler. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that's, that's, that's I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not judging a team based on what they've done in the uh, on what the country they're from has done in the past. Yeah. But um, and a lot of people did that when they took that picture. For those of you who don't know, before they played Japan, they took this picture of them covering their mouth, everybody covering their mouth, as if to say, like, we're being silenced by the media, or we're being silenced. Like Nobody was silencing not, you. Not to derail you, completely ironic, during the World Cup, literally like a day or two after that happened, Yeah, they. I remember I sent you a, a link to this article in Germany. Um, the Nickelodeon equivalent for the Germans, Ooh. they had this one um, 
pro-Palestinian. Yeah, this pro-Palestinian. And didn't they dude. just recently like pass a law that is they're trying to outlaw? Basically, they're trying to do what the U.S. has, which is basically uh, anti-BDS yeah, or whatever. Basically, anti-BDS laws in Germany. So talking about silencing people, they first this I think it's a government program. I don't know. Um, they basically fired this homie because he came out being pro-Palestine. Which if you're not pro-Palestine, I'm sorry, you're a shitty person. You can't, you can't be this modern age. And this excuse that a lot of... This is going to be off the rails completely. These people use this excuse of, oh, I don't know enough. Like, I'm sorry, that's not an excuse. You live in the 21st century. It's 2022. Yeah. How do you not know enough? There's, this giant, most, there's, there's a giant like, database of information you can access using a computer. Like, seriously. Like not it's called jujul.com. Freaking, I hate that. Whenever people are like, oh, uh, I don't know enough. Oh, mm -hmm. can someone explain it? Like, bro. Yeah, just look it up on Google. Like, seriously. <laughs> just do your own... Like, <laughs> <laughs> where have you been living honestly like, like seriously whenever whenever somebody would like whenever somebody says that or whenever i see that online like i'm, I'm always like yo it's not that hard it's just there's so online. many places where you can just, just don't tell me i if you if you're at a point where you're saying i don't know enough i honestly feel like you're copping out and just being like i know enough but i'm not comfortable make taking, taking a stance that is you know th that is like pro-Palestine. Yeah. You know, or anti-Israel, whatever. But anyway, I, I don't like, you know, yeah. let's, let's, let's keep it on, on point yeah, here. But Ger yeah, so Germany, like they, they, they went and did this thing where they, they came out like the team picture before um, they played Japan in the first game and Japan ended up beating them. <laughs> Covering their mouths as if like, you know, oh, look how cheeky we are. And it was just like, it was super cringy. Um, did not age well. Um, Denmark, <laughs> um, and 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 the reason the reason oh we, back to Germany, sorry, yeah, uh, Mesut Ozil, uh, their whole oh, covering yeah. their mouth thing. Uh, I yeah, thought, didn't they, didn't they like, literally just just blackball that guy? When you have a team that has it's not this recent, it's very recent, as recent as twenty fourteen. Mm. When you have a team that just doesn't have a good track record with you know stopping people from being silenced you know Mesut Uzel, which has i'm not even gonna lie really weird that he had erdogan a very controversial figure as his best man at his wedding very weird mm. but if that's his prerogative let him whatever mm -hmm. um it was just really weird to see that people just completely he got completely blacklisted got kicked out of the german team yep. basically was left arsenal and got this immense amount of hate yep. from the german public yep and uh, and it was really ironic that some of the German players I don't I think was it Thomas Mueller I don't know Thomas Mueller yeah there was a, there was a player that was saying like it was trying to downplay it like oh that didn't really happen like oh he didn't oh, really did it? feel yeah oh, it was just like super weird because like homie what are you talking about like yeah. this is like out in the public yeah. people took a lot, there was a lot of anti-Muslim and Turkish hate that this guy received so. It was because he called out like he Western called out, media yeah, called on out the, being silent on he called the out the Chinese on on Uyghurs. Yeah, called out a lot of you know a lot of racism that he's faced in his career for being Turkish. Like when like and some of these people have the audacity. Quote, like, it, like when we win, I'm German. Or yeah. when I score, I'm German. When I don't, I'm, I'm a foreigner. Or something yeah, like something that. like that. And yeah. a lot of players have said that. And I, I'm really shocked because like growing up, the, like Europe as a whole has really i don't know like come far is the right term but like you know like the european union things like that and and like generally just being accepting yeah 
when I when I was growing up, it, it was kind of like like you saw like countries make strides in confronting their past and trying to correct it. But then right now, I, I I'm I'm realizing that, that they never did. They never did. Yeah. If you they, want to talk about like France, for example, oh, they have not apologized for their genocide in Algeria and their ethnic cleansing. A lot of French people actually still be- they well, still believe that. When like, Turkey apologizes for the Armenian genocide, which they should. Well, by that the way. too. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but the Fr- a lot of French people still believe that Algeria is theirs and that it's rightfully theirs and that they should take it back, which is yeah, really um, weird. Yeah. Like one one thing that stood out to me during this World Cup is when Qatar scheduled when Qatar won the bid to win the world to, to host the World Cup. We we knew who Qatar was, right? And that's why people were pissed. Like, if you and me go to a movie that we've already heard is bad, we might view that movie in a different light. Than like if, uh, Wonder if, Woman with uh, Gal Gadot. With Gazelle Gazor. Yeah. Um, so I, I think a lot of people had this perception, and they didn't want to like the World Cup because it was in Qatar. And they couldn't stand it. That it was a very good World Cup in a very quote unquote backwards part of the world. They do have very backwards. They do. No, no, like, like, don't get me wrong, but like, it depends on how you look at it. Like, some of the technology there. Yeah, they're big ass ACs. Is freaking insane. Dude, they had ACs in the stadium that blew cold air to to make it so that it was playable. Like, I'm not saying that's amazing technology, but I'm saying it's not like they just like. Oh, they made an AC. Yeah, like I'm sure somebody made a. <laughs> somebody made jokes like, "You're gonna play in tents in the desert." I'm sure somebody made that joke. Yo, one of the stadiums was a big ass tent. Yeah, I know. It was actually really cool. Did you see the stadium made out of uh, shipping containers? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Making kind it like reusable because huh? it's like kind of a gimmick. No, they're gonna. What after the tournament they took they took it apart now they're being used as shipping containers. The entire thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's the only parts of it. Jamie, can you pull that up? Um, but seriously, um, yeah, like, so like I was saying, when, when, when the world cup was, you know, when they won that bid, they were really like, we knew who Qatar was. We knew, we knew what culture they were. People in, you know, in the, you know, it started early. People in the West were, you know, very critical of Qatar and they should be because of how they treated migrant workers building their stadiums, which has been covered ad infinitum, so I'm not going to go into that. If you think that my position is that I think what Qatar did is okay, then you're not listening. Go stick your head in the toilet. Um, I'm serious. It's uh, Don't seriously stick your head in the toilet, but I'm serious in that, you know, what they did is awful, but what a lot of people I don't think knew is how hypocritical people in the West are. And people in the West during this World Cup, the media really did themselves a disservice by showing how hypocritical they were. Denmark. Denmark, dude. We're like, we're leaving FIFA. We are going to we're going to leave FIFA because they wouldn't let us wear a little rainbow um armband. But when they cover when they were covering Morocco. Oh my goodness! Compared them to monkeys, dude. Yeah, they compared them. And yeah, and yeah, it might have been a, a fringe right wing. I, I don't know exactly the details. There's another that one channel. where they're comparing them having their hand up. With yeah, pointing in the like, sky oh, no. or having the one, yeah, like, and they're the, like, oh, they're ISIS. Yeah. What is this? I don't know. 
Like, I don't know. Is ISIS still a thing? I honestly like. Are they still a threat? Like, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Um, and then obviously a big one to talk about is France. I mean, this is a very popular one to point at when it comes to xenophobia and racism, because um, if you look at the French national team, none of those players are, you know, have like French ancestry all the way through, which is completely fine. Again, yeah. is okay. But don't go point at them and say, this is France. But then when they come back home, with point loss. at them with the same hand and say, these are foreigners. Yeah. You know? Um, it's just crazy to me. It's just crazy. Um, I think it's a perfect segue. 2026. 2026, dude. baby. The 26. US, no, U.S., Canada, and Mexico. The World Cup is going to be hosted in, thankfully, countries that already have stadiums, first of all. That's actually, surprisingly... Kind of a W on FIFA's, uh, but let's not forget really how those stadiums were continent. built. Oh, my tax money, your tax money, build and maintain those stadiums instead of things like universal. Billionaires go to the government and say, "Hey, hey, hey, government, let me build this stadium, and it'll stimulate the local economy." Time and time again, studies have shown that's not what happens. The only thing stimulated is their wallets time and time again um so these stadiums were built uh, you know i i don't like playing this card because you know history it, it, history does inform the present but like and i do own you know like i i do live here so but stadiums were built on stolen land yeah. so the, so if you're going to go to qatar like again do that look at qatar point at them and say the way that you built the stadiums is bad, but do the same thing here. Uh, if you want to talk about slave labor in the U.S., like perfect example, the working class. The working class in the U.S. basically working till they don't till their bones are showing. Basically, till basically they they can't stand anymore. They don't have health care guaranteed. So if these homies get cancer, if their parents, if their, if their wives, daughters, husbands, whatever they whatever they have, if any of them get sick. They're screwed. They're bankrupt. Largest, largest reason, the biggest reason why the people in the U.S. go bankrupt is medical debt. Right? And that, that is actually a good segue into our sponsor for today, life insurance. <laughs> because, <laughs> because so much can go wrong. Why not just pay a monthly subscription to life insurance? Yeah. Life insurance. Um, but yeah, no, but no, I hundred percent agree with you. They, they don't get, they're not guaranteed housing. And I, th I think it'll be funny when all these European countries come here and they already know this, yeah. like, you know, like people, people all over the world already know, like they're, we're just dude, a, did you know we're, they take siestas in Spain? Like, did you know in Spain they take siestas? Siesta. Yeah, exactly. Afternoon naps. Damn. Damn. Right. I remember like, I got a, I took a nap at one oh, of my shoot. prior jobs. Not, what? One, not one of my prior jobs. I'm not going to dox them. And not the one I'm currently at. Okay. Um, but I remember I took a nap. Did you get hot oil poured all over your face no, to wake you up? I remember I had to talk to HR and they're like, oh, this and that. And it's like, my bad, bro. I'm just literally. Was it the food service industry job no, or was it, it the retail job? It was the retail job. <laughs> where they, you know, that's funny. Uh, they had me work until almost one in the morning the day before. I, I took a night shift and then they had me work again at six in the morning. I so used to do that. My two days were basically a five-hour nap in between. And I, and I just happened to take a nap during my early shift. And I was like, yo, 
They made me talk to Bro, do you know what could have happened? Yeah, seriously. Some oh, no. a customer might not have, have been gotten their flour. Oh no. Ugh. They couldn't they couldn't get their lumber. Oh. Oh. Yeah. There you yes. go. It's one of the two it's one of the <laughs> two big stores that sell lumber, guys. And flowers. See, see if you can narrow it down. Um yeah, but like I, I wonder if I, I really I am really, really curious to see how the West is going to be perceived by yeah outside and media. sorry not to get off topic talking about slave labor oh, we yeah. have the largest slave labor we have one point how much is it now 1.8 bill like million people and in jail in prisons basically yeah, a larger work. portion of our population is in jail than any other country in the, in the world yeah and not anyway, only that, I'm, I'm, I, I, let's not make this about human rights yeah. like uh, I, sorry let's not <laughs> Let's not turn this into like one of those like just like, you know, US. like spoken word. Things. Yeah. Um, but one last thing to talk about. Okay. Just shitty journalists, specifically the way these freaking dumbass journalists covered Messi wearing a dish. Um, if this is not, if you guys don't know, like Messi was adorned with a robe by the freaking emir of Qatar. All right. This is this is tantamount to being like knighted. Okay. Harry Kane. Who for oh, my, playing sorry, Kane to play soccer. Um. He was the Emir of Qatar gave him a a bish, which is like a cloak that in a lot of Arab cultures are given to like brave warriors. Um, and I think if anyone was deserving of this besides Mbappe, it's Messi. Uh, and he was given this bish, and I, there's one, there's one homie I wanna, I wanna call out in particular before we sign off here. Um, props to this dude. Um, wait, let me find out. Yeah, that whole bish situation, that was like, it just showed. I they, think, they were never I think, happy. people were never. I think happy. that instance really showed they didn't care about the human rights. It was more of just the hate on yeah, Arabs, exactly. Arab culture, Muslims exactly. in general. Because, like, it, this is one of the most inconsequential things ever. It is. And the fact that... And it's not started, the first time it's the, happened. The fact that they were starting to pull out rule books, nobody yeah. knew that was a rule that you couldn't exactly. wear or something. Nobody knew that. Yeah. They were finding a reason to hate. And, the, and this was... There, the wasn't, there wasn't as much outrage as there was when Messi intentionally put his hand up to stop the ball. Yeah. And the only reason they actually went through the end. Yeah. Um, this guy, Mark Ogden. All right. And I'm... And I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not doxing him because his name is Mark Ogden and he's a senior sports writer for ESPN. Let's hope we don't get a cease and desist. <laughs> it's right here. It's on the internet. Um, <laughs> hold on. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to get my art Mark Ogden voice. Lionel Messi has spent his entire career waiting to lift the World Cup. When he gets to do it, all the picks are ruined by somebody making him wear a cape that looks like he's about to have a haircut. That's kind of funny, not gonna lie. Boiling hot take, bro. Good job. So brave. <laughs> Why would you say something so brave yet so controversial? No, um, I, honestly, when I saw that tweet, I was like, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't expect anything less from the just absolute shit, dumb, dummy like media here. I wouldn't like that. That to me summarized it. The la it, 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 it had everything all in one. The lack of understanding of another culture. Okay. 
And if it wasn't a lack of understanding, the intentional, like, disrespect for it, um, making it not about soccer, making it, again, about, like, this, this, again, like you said, inconsequential thing, right? Nobody's going to forget who won this World Cup because of this bish, right? Don't be a bitch about the bish. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, it was just one of those things that it was like, like, I, 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 I was just like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you think you're doing something, but you're actually doing something else. Obviously, this homie deleted his tweet, but thank God screenshots are forever. Um, it's just funny that, like, yeah, I, 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 I don't want to get too worked up about it, but it's just hilarious that it's, it's. It kind of was like, kind of one of those things like, like you have to show a very like, mask can't off. do anything. It was they a very mask anything. off moment, honestly. Huh? It was a really mask off moment. Oh, shout out future. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Have yeah. you seen that video? <laughs> All right. We, we have you seen, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go out, have you see that video of the, um, <laughs> the guy closing his window? His, he has like a car window. And it goes like on the way up. And it's like, hey, dude, it's the future now. Have you seen that? No. No. Okay. Anyway, um, in summary, you know, the World Cup was dope. It was in Qatar. Unfortunately, there were a lot of human rights abuses. Uh, but don't let that take away from, you know, from the tournament. It was an amazing tournament. I think there was a lot to enjoy. Um, yeah. I do think both sides, both FIFA. Uh, media and Qatar were all in the wrong here. Qatar shouldn't have. I, yeah, I, th that's if the... Qatar knew that these things would happen. Right? Yeah, it's it's. It, the, why would they? Why would they ever like the lack of critical thinking on was, the Qatari was, side? Like, dude, uh, no, you no, guys no, 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 not on Qatari. Ever. Not on, not not only on on everybody, right? So like, like the thing is, like Qatar went and they were like, we're just we're hosting this tournament. That's our job. I'm here to host the tournament. Bring there are existing issues in my country that it's not FIFA's job to fix. If, if you're a fan of soccer and you're expecting soccer players to fix human rights, stick your head in the toilet, okay? Nobody watched this World Cup didn't, and, and then didn't see the people wearing the armbands and went like, well, I hate gay people now because they're not wearing their armbands. That's not... What, and like, also, wearing these armbands might have like brought like it's similar to like the BLM movement in the United States, where this could actually change public opinion, which matters. Public opinion in like more democratic states mm. do do work, right? But we're talking about a monarchy here. Yeah, what people think doesn't matter. So expecting these players to put their once in a lifetime opportunity, yet putting them on this basically basically have sacrificing them their one opportunity to win the world cup mm. to do these little those protests and i'm going to call them little because specifically with germany and a lot of these other countries where they on one hand they they take this stance publicly of like oh yeah Qatar, f Qatar basically but then on the other hand sign these multi-billion dollar deals oh my god which is great and a lot of these countries like they accepted the bribes in the first place to even host yep so like, uh, yeah, that's that's where we could end it.
Every, all um, the, I'm not so trying to, to be answer your question, to answer your question, oh, yeah. all sides it's, it's not, it's not who was wrong, right? It's who are we assigning the responsibility to fix? These? Yeah. And it shouldn't be FIFA. It should be Qatar. And if people of Qatar can't fix it, the people of Qatar can't fix it. If you live in a country like Qatar, like you just said, they're a monarchy. What people think doesn't matter. Like you can't, you can't do nothing is no amount of armbands. You could dump all the rainbow armbands onto every porch that in, in Qatar. It's not going to change. What will change is money. Money? Money, yeah. Money talks louder than words, bro. Money talks, bullshit walk. Yeah. But yeah, and, 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 and the thing is, the world, the world runs on oil. Qatar has a lot of oil. So, yeah. Um, no one party is wrong, but it was just the, just the coverage of it. Giant shit. Yeah. I think, shame on you, Western media. Do better next time. Yeah, all right. Can't wait to read the Vice article about, <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm tired, man. I got like three hours of sleep. Yeah. Um, we will try to do this weekly. I'm not going to be here for about a month. Yeah, you've already bragged about Pretty it. Pretty important here in this podcast. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to Turkey. And Omra. And Omra. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. Are you going to cry when you see the Kaaba? I'm sure I'll look. Or like a little it. baby. Can you take a video of it and post oh, no, it on social media? So disingenuous. Follow Hamid on his own pull, OnlyFans. Pull, pull a headed. Uh, a DJ Khaled, like a look like a budget Vincent man. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> Only that, one that had me dying. Oh dude. my that god! Was oh my dude, god! That guy's freaking. Yeah. So weird. we're signing off. All right, everybody. Thank, thank, you, for thank you for listening to the Hashish Podcast. Hashish. Um, Hashish Podcast. Again, we're not. We're not Hashish. Yeah. We're Hashish. We're, we're kind of hash, but we're also kind of not. <laughs>